What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Hope everybody had a good Easter weekend. And really, like, I mean, nothing big, nothing big is happening in the land of the 49ers, but there's always something big happening in the, in the land of the 49ers, even when there's nothing happening. So we're going to get into it today. But first, you know, we got to hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to know. Are you ready for start time? What's going on, y'all? Once again, this is Peter Lucas. I am Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. And and I want to say again, you know, happy Easter to everybody. Like, uh, it was a good weekend for me. It's a good time to be with your families. Uh, that's the important part during these holiday weekends. Take advantage. Spend, the, spend that time. And really, like I said, there's never – it's – even though there's nothing really to talk about, it's a slow news cycle, right? It's so slow of a news cycle <laughs> right now that Grant Cohn was talking today, uh, was tweeting out stuff about Michael Jordan because he had nothing really. He had nothing else to say. He needed some. He needed something to talk about. Uh, that's how dead this offseason has been. This has been one of the deader offseasons since at least since I've been doing uh, kind of doing the the Twitter and content creation thing, but it's but even though it's dead, you know everybody's gonna find a way not to make it dead. And so over, I think it was Friday it came out, or it might have been Saturday that uh, you know we saw, or it might have been I think it was Thursday actually that we saw that first slow mo video of Trey throwing the ball. Uh, throwing the ball and we didn't I didn't know at the time that that he had but he was actually working out with Pat Mahomes which you know normally like him throwing him throwing in a t-shirt and a, and a hat isn't really news right everybody's working out in the offseason but the reason why it's noteworthy is because he's working out with Pat Mahomes and we're hoping I know all 49er fans should be hoping hoping because you shouldn't you should want what's best for this kid, what's best for Trey Lance. And the best thing for him is to be able to be around greatness. And I've said it before on my podcast that Pat Mahomes is the only, the only generational quarterback in this league today. So it's and Bebop in the house, appreciate you coming through, fam. Like uh, absolutely every day go Niners. And but sorry about that. But the but it, it's it's absolutely noteworthy just because we need him to we need Pat Mahomes to sprinkle some of that that stardust on the Trey Lance and give him a few. I'm sure that they're talking. They've got, hopefully he's asking the right questions and and maybe he can see some of the 
he can see some of the things that Pat Mahomes does and not copies, but but uh, but kind of takes those some of those things that he sees, like the work, how he works and how he does certain things, especially throwing the ball and how he stays loose in games and takes that part. Because I think the leadership aspect of Pat Mahomes could definitely Trey could use some of that leadership to rub off on on and like I'm sure that that's got to be a question that's asked I would hope he asked that question of you know how was it for you coming into a team that was coming off of a playoff Pat Mahomes came into a team that was coming that was successful it's literally a perfect situation he's the only person in this league that can talk to Trey about these about the they came in in automat in on almost a identical situation you you have to think about it because when Pat Mahomes was coming in he had to sit a year and when he sat a year they still made the playoffs the chiefs had made the playoffs the last two seasons uh with Alex Smith so and the the team felt just like with uh just like with Trey they felt strong enough about Pat Mahomes to let Alex go to let Alex Smith go uh, and and roll with Mahomes, they did it the right way. They did. I will say the Chiefs did it the right way. They they let him sit for a year if they felt like he wasn't ready that first year, and just let him sit and glean what he could glean. And but you notice they weren't asking Mahomes to do. Mahomes can run. Mahomes can run. Maybe not as fast as Trey, but <clears throat> but it's but it's still. They didn't ask him to do a whole bunch of a bunch of RPOs and QB option stuff like that's and I know that Shanny that's stuff Shanny wants to do, but they they let him go in there and make his mistakes. And that's it. I think that they, this is a, a perfect situation for Trey to just ask him, bounce those questions off him. Hey, you know, how was your experience? How what do you think that I need to do to to take a hold of that locker room and how was it for you when you had to come in after Alex Smith um, and how, how like he can just bounce all those questions as well as seeing how he throws the ball watching, like obviously he's been working on his delivery and that that's also an aspect of it that, uh, that, you know, I, I hope Pat can just teach him to be loose and not to, when I say teach, it just needs to rub off. He just needs to pay attention and watch how loose Pat Mahomes is is uh, goes about his business. Because yeah, it's easy to say it's easy to say that he's loose now after winning two Super Bowls. But the re the reality is is Pat Mahomes was loose from the moment he got in. He was loose in college, <laughs> and. So yeah, that's that's something that Trey absolutely needs to needs to have rub off on him. Those are and trusting what he sees. That's the main thing. Is he needs all those things that Brock Purdy had, which is Brock Purdy didn't have the arm. Brock Purdy didn't have the wheels. He had, he had a little bit of athleticism, but it's nowhere near Trey's. And but the the one thing that Brock Purdy had in spades over over Trey Lance was the fact that he's he trusts in what he sees. He makes his read. He trusts it, and he just and he fires it. It was he on time all the time. No, but he still trusted in what he saw and made and uh, and did 
did the things that he needed to do to make plays. He wasn't afraid to make a play. And I think Trey can be that guy, but I think he just needs a chance. I just think he needs a chance, and I think he needs to find a way to stay healthy in the Kyle Shanahan in the Kyle Shanahan offense of risk and reward, because I've said that on the, on my past shows also is that Shanny's offense is a risk and reward type offense. No longer can we sit here and not blame Shanny for, for, for QB hurt, get QBs getting hurt. That can't, we can't continue to do that because there's only so much evidence that you can have right in your front of your face that uh, before you have to come around. I was a person that I didn't want to blame Shanny for it, but the more it's just slammed right in front of your face that it, it doesn't matter if it looks like it's his fault or not. He's the head coach. Therefore it falls upon Shanny. We can sit there and say, Oh, it was his fault. He didn't step up in the pocket. It was Jimmy's fault. He didn't get the ball out quick enough. It was Trey's fault. He didn't take the hit the right hole or he didn't, he didn't learn how to get down. Like uh, we can keep blaming people, but the reality is, is they keep getting hurt under the coach head coach's watch. <laughs> so it's the same way that we blame uh, presidents for gas prices is the same, is the same way that Shanny's getting blamed for the QB injuries. Like it, it doesn't matter if it's your fault or not. Like uh, you're the one. You're the one that is the head coach. Therefore, you're going to shoulder the blame. Now, with that being said, love Shanny to death. But these are the things that he has to he has to clean up. He has to figure a way to get his head his his QB one through a season. He just does. I don't care what he need, what he needs to do to do that. But he needs to make it happen, and I think he has to know that he needs to make it happen at this point. But that being said, so like the questions that I kind of have is, you know, does does this uh, throwing with Pat Mahomes, is that going to help any of his delivery? Is Pat Mahomes going to show him anything like that? I I don't think so. I think that Trey has been working on his delivery and and kind of tightening up everything. But but I think that where Pat, like I said, that where I think Pat Mahomes can help him is by even though he's got that tight delivery kind of loosening, like kind of loosening up as he plays. You you see, even Brock Purdy he plays loose. He plays loose because he has the confidence and because he has the experience, right? So that's where they need to just kind of figure out a way to get Trey to loosen up, loosen up and just play football. Now, granted, you may say, oh, that's easy for you to say. You have like uh, that's easy for you to say when he hasn't played, he hasn't gotten the reps. But I think that he needs to just go out there with the mentality that he's not going to make everything so serious and just play football and just play football. He knows the playbook at this point. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> and he just needs to trust in his mechanics, trust in his reads. And just throw the ball. He's gonna make mistakes. Just throw the ball. Let it go. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna make any corny frozen, <laughs> any frozen uh, like uh, comments. But, but yeah, just let it go, bro. Just let it go. Like that hairline. You need to let it go, bro. Did anybody see that picture? 
Trey, don't ever let them catch you on camera looking like that. Like that is, come on, bro. Just let it go. Like uh, I learned a long time ago. I learned a long time ago uh, that I needed to start shaving my head. And it was the best decision that I ever made. You just got to come on home. All right. But can you know, <clears throat> the, another question I want to ask is, is like, uh, so we're talking about him with uh, working out with Pat Mahomes. But now, now we have to look at, but still fans. And even though it looked good, the throw looked good. His, his mechanics look good, all that stuff. People, right after that, you scroll down to the next comment. It's it's like, what are the 49ers going to get for Trey Lance? <laughs> and what can they trade for? What can they trade for? What can they get for him? And I just feel like people need to breathe. <laughs> and But why do fans want to trade Trey Lance so badly? I just it's a question that I keep asking myself that I just I don't understand it after we've been after we've been standing there last season and watch all those quarterbacks go down. We're trying to trade trade Trey Lance and for, and get what exactly another 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 draft pick or two draft picks and not know what we're and yeah, do we need a left tackle? Yes. <clears throat> but sorry about that. Like I've been kind of under the weather all weekend, but, and I'm just coming back, but the, the, uh, the, the reality is uh, as far as Trey Lance goes is he is, he has supremely physically talented. Let this kid go out there and he's going to be starting the season week one. I, I highly doubt, I highly doubt, that they are going to let Sam Darnold go out there and start week one. Coming in fresh, doesn't know the system, doesn't know anything. I, d I just don't see it happening. So why do our fans so adamant about trading him? The, this is, you have to look at it from a standpoint of money, first off. Like if they, if they let, let's say they let Trey go and, what are they going to do? They're going to draft somebody and you're going to roll with <clears throat> you're going to roll with Sam Darnold week 1 because Purdy's not going to be ready. Purdy's not going to be ready. So you're saying you're going to roll with Sam Darnold week week 1 and it could be 4 to 5 weeks. So you're going to roll with that over Trey Lance. I just don't understand it. And I was really happy about Sam Darnold coming in to back up, but come on guys, <laughs> come on guys. It's, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. Now it could still happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen because stranger things have happened, but I don't, I don't see a reason to, I don't see a reason to, and Brian Culp in the building, appreciate you coming through fam, but I don't see a reason for them to trade Trey. Um, I think that it is he is you have him on a cheap deal for another what three year three seasons, possibly, potentially, like at least two, at least two, if not three. Like the, it just doesn't make sense to just give up on that that amount of physical talent. And 
Uh, and then you've got Purdy for an extremely cheap deal. So why not just keep them on cheap deals? They're both, I think they're both going to be uh, starting caliber quarterbacks and let them, like uh, like Shannon said, let them battle it out. Uh, but Trey Lance going to be starting, in my opinion, Trey Lance going to be starting week one. Uh, and uh, that's why they got Sam Darnold to back him up for a week until Purdy gets back. That's my opinion on it. I just, I question, and and my other question about that whole situation is, you know, is there anyone like uh, what what do you what do you think we could get for Trey? Like, if it, it does it even make sense because people are throwing out their second and fourth round draft pick. <clears throat> if the 49ers did that. That would be malpractice for a guy that's as cheap as Trey for the next three years. That is malpractice. That is that would be a terrible trade because I'm almost guaranteeing he's going to go to another team and he's going to be good. He's going to be good and people are going to sit there and be like and then they're going to blame Shanny and it's going to be a dumpster fire because Purdy, in my opinion, is going to have a hard time staying healthy too. He's gotten hurt twice in his rookie year. One of which was a UCL injury. So to act like, oh well, he's Trey gets hurt too much, or this, that, and the third. Purdy, Purdy gets hurt just as much as Trey does. So at what point? At what at what point do we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just got to let it go. You got to let it go, that hairline, dog. <laughs> but, like, at what point do we sit here and we just say, and say, you know, let it go to the to the whole Trey Lance trade talks? When do we say to let it go to that? I, I mean, I get it. We need something to talk about, right? But at the same time, I just, I look at it as it's just not feasible. If from a business standpoint, from a business standpoint, because I am a businessman, and from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense. And if anything, if anything, I would say that you would trade, I would trade, try and trade Purdy. That's me. But even then, you're not going to get what you think you're going to get for Purdy. Because teams know what that is teams know what that is and it's it's not what 49er fans think it is yes he played well yes he played well but i think that you saw down the stretch and into the uh into the playoffs that it was starting to get harder and harder for him to do what he was doing and eventually you know that's that's going to start to tail off it's not going to be as good i think I just think Trey gives you the best shot just because of the ability. But what but the question is is what do we get for what would we get for Trey in a best case scenario? Do you trade him just for another player? Could you trade him straight up for a uh for a I don't know what you would trade him for a uh alignment and a pick? Uh or do you trade him for another quarterback? I I like uh, I heard the talks of him to for Lamar Jackson, which they would never do. 
But this is the stupid thing about that, too, is that you're going to trade him for Lamar Jackson and then still have to pay Lamar Jackson. And what? how do you fit all of that under the cap? I, I don't. I don't know. And sign Nick Bosa at the same time. I, I don't know how you do that because it wasn't in the 49ers plans. And, you know, Parag, everything, the whole cap is planned to the dime. So, I, yeah, I think that fans need to kind of give a hoosah and figure and kind of think about some of how the, the money aspect and the business aspect of, of all of it. But, oh, throw for another throwbacks in the building, appreciate you coming through. Like uh, always, always uh, good to see you. And then I see you in the chats of some of the other shows I, I go in and and uh, yeah, appreciate you coming through, man. And but is I I want to kind of let's move on from Trey a little bit because I'm finding it harder and harder and harder to to make it even sound like it's feasible. I mean, I know Larry Kruger was out there saying that he's his sources are telling him that he could happen on draft day, but it just sounds silly. It just sounds silly. And I'm going to be the first one to say if it happens on draft day, it's going to it's silly. And it might still the 49ers might still do well. I still think it's a silly trade if they do it. That's just me. I think when you have a wealth of riches at the most important spot in on the on the roster, you have to see that through and see who the who the one is, who is the one that you want driving the bus for the foreseeable future. I just think that you got to do it. You got to you got an opportunity for a couple of years to be able to see that to and for that person to win that job. Like uh, we've got, like you've got to see that through, in in uh, just from a business standpoint. So, but is there anybody else that the 49ers could trade, could trade to like move up in the draft or or to get that tackle that they need, that tackle or that safety that they need? Uh, I heard, and big up to the guys that locked on. Uh, big up to Croc and. And uh, Peacock uh, on Locked On, Locked On uh, Niners podcast, but the they were talking this morning. Oh, I guess it was last night. But I was listening to him this morning talk about brand, brand potential. Like they didn't want to trade Brandon Mayuk, so don't go into their mentions saying that they saying that. Oh, Pete Lucas said that you guys are are say, are saying that uh, that you want to trade Brandon Mayuk. No, they just had a show about potential trades that how that could look and and peacock said something that was really interesting like I've, obviously i don't think that they trade him for any less than this and peacock said that he he wouldn't take him for any less than the 15 15th overall pick and like i kind of agree like this is a he is a he's to me he's the 49ers at least wide receiver one and if you're going to trade him but this this is the thing i wouldn't trade him either I wouldn't trade him either. There's really nobody right now that I would trade on the 49ers. I think that you need to see this through and that you need to try and try what you can to add on with the picks that you got. Now you can use those seventh rounders at the end and maybe a third rounder next year, 
to move up enough to get you a tackle, a right tackle. But I think, and I know that it's thin. It's everybody seems to think that it's thin at safety, but I don't know. There's a couple of guys that I like, uh, and Anthony jo- Anthony Johnson. I want to I want to watch more of him, but uh, yeah, Jail Jail Skinner is one of those guys that I think is going to be. I'm I'm not quite sure what he's going to be. He looks more. He's his size. He's so big. Like I just feel like he's got to be a box safety, but. I'm not I'm not quite sure, but there's there's a few guys, Jordan Battle, uh Chris Smith, he's kind of small but but man, like but he's got athleticism and there's just a couple of guys in this draft uh, that I think are it's they all have weaknesses. They all have weaknesses. They're not going to be ready out of the box, I don't think. Jamie Robinson, it's kind of small. <coughs> kind of small and Kind of, uh, I, I I'd say he's not the fastest. He's just a football player, and but and and I, but I quite I question people on this because yeah, he's not the fastest, and he's a football player. Who else does that sound like? That sounds like our guy Hafanga. Everybody said coming out they didn't think he was fast enough to really be a safety. They but he's not big enough to be a, a linebacker. And what were the 49ers going to do with him? Because could they really? They laughed when people laughed when the 49ers were going to put him at strong set and just start him. They said it wasn't feasible because he can't cover. And this man went out and was an all pro. <laughs> so I think that this team has a great coaching staff, has a great coaching staff, and that they can do things that other teams just can't do with some of the talent that they bring in. So. I think you run with the guys you got. I don't want to trade anybody. That's that's my personal opinion. I wouldn't trade Brandon Ayuk. If anything, I'm looking in a couple of years when we have to pay Brandon Ayuk, I'm looking to trade in. I know that this might be blasphemous to some, but I'm looking to trade Debo at that point. I I think that Brandon Ayuk is for the guys that you have in the building. Eventually, you're going to have a quarterback's that can take advantage of Brandon Ayuk's ability. Jimmy's no longer in the building. We saw it with Purdy. I think Trey can do the same things. So I think that uh, Brandon Ayuk's stock is about to skyrocket. And, and I don't, but I, I think that that makes them need what Debo's skill set is a little bit less. Now, can Debo recommit himself to being a receiver? And doing more of what he did his first season, which is a lot of the slants. Like, uh, he remember, we were calling him Slant God. Like, uh, can he do that? And can he do, I mean, he used to do those deep in those deep ends and that kind of stuff. And he was good at it. He, he was even good at, at uh, the occasional jump ball. People forget, but Debo was not just a wide back. He could catch the ball, but I think he needs to lean more into being a receiver. They don't need him to do those things anymore. I don't think. I think that it was a nice little gimmick when they were doing it, but now it's not necessary. I would rather our running backs take those carries. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it's it's just a little, 
I, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't think that they should trade anybody. And I've heard some rumblings about Kittle. Would you trade Kittle? And Kittle brings so much to your team. I don't think that you trade Kittle. He just bring the one. There's one guy. There's one guy that I would, and people might think that this is blasphemous. There's one guy that I that I might think about trading, and that would be Eric Armstead. People might say that you know there's dead money there and like that that kind of stuff, but I think that he's the only one, the, to me right now that I would consider trading right now. And uh, and yeah, Brandon Ayuk. If they if they came up to me at offering it, it would have to blow my side. It wouldn't just be a first round pick. It would have to be another pick with it. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I don't think that's going to – I just can't see it. I, I think whatever pick uh, – if they traded him for one pick, it would be a, it would be a loss for the 49ers in that, in that trade scenario. So, but, yeah, I might trade Eric Armstead, though. I don't know what they could get for him. Like, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't know that they could with maybe package him in a pick to move up into the, to the high second or something like that because I don't think you could get a first – for him but but yeah like that's the only guy that i see and uh but with it with it being said you know what is the priority positions in the draft and i think i just talked about him that tackle spot that right tackle spot we're all looking at that it's a glaring hole mckibbitz is not the guy let's just be real yeah let's just be real like that's not he is not the guy. And they've got to they're gonna have to shore up that spot and then as well as the safety, the free safety spot. And when I say free safety, because this is the, the other thing I was thinking about the other day, and the 49ers really kind of historically now I don't know what our new defensive coordinator is gonna want to do, like uh, with their with his safeties, but before our safeties were a little interchangeable. And they could switch to being uh, to to taking that that high to being that high safety. They could switch in historically, but uh, so who's to say that they don't take another guy that's more of a freezing or more of like just a an athletic an athletic uh, big guy? Like I I don't know I don't know. That's when I look at Jail Skinner. I said, well, you know, maybe. <clears throat> and maybe move Hafunga over to that other spot. And people would say, well, he's not fast enough. His instincts. Remember, this guy covered Tyler Lockett in the slot. <laughs> he has good instincts, and I think he has good coverage ability. Uh, he's not he's not the fastest. But with his instincts and his technique, like uh, I think that it's doable. Do I think the 49ers will do that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure because I think they like him in the box and like him using him the way that they did last year. But like I said, Wilkes, we don't know what Wilkes is going to be. And we don't know how he's going to how he's going to deploy these guys. So I think that there's a lot of questions. There's just a lot of questions. The more I talk about it, there's just a lot of questions about anything could con- could kind of happen. And I think as we get closer to the draft, that's going to be the main that's going to be the main talking point is that 
is how much we don't know about what is gonna what how this is gonna shake out. And I think there's gonna be some prize, some surprises in this draft, not because big guys' names are traded, but just we don't I think we're gonna find out we're gonna find out how who the 49ers are prioritizing and more of those and the, the how they're gonna solidify certain spots. I think we're gonna find out in this draft. So as we get closer and closer, just get ready. Just get ready, and man, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Like, I, it's gonna be must see TV. I'm hoping that I know that Jesse Jesse Naylor did uh, him and David uh, David David Lighty did a uh, a draft show, and which was great. If he does another one this year, like I I uh, sh- you need to watch that. Because I know I won't be doing a draft show, so if you're going to watch anybody's draft show, I would love for. And the locked on locked on had a great draft show too, but uh, but yeah, check out my guy Jesse's uh, draft show if he does one this year because it was very entertaining last year. Uh, oh, and and then my guy Niner Nate was on that too. So like, uh, so yeah, make sure you check those guys out. Like, see if they're going to do anything. I know I won't be on for the for the draft, but. If I need, if I want you guys to go watch anybody, it'd be those guys. Like, uh, I really, really appreciate what they do, but, <clears throat> but yeah, it's going to be, get ready. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be fireworks. 49er Twitter is going to go insane because the 49ers are going to do some stuff that nobody knew was going to, uh, nobody thought was coming. It happens every year. So get ready, get ready. But with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. And yeah, Bebop says, get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Your get your pom poms. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm gonna get out of here for today. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, I think we're gonna talk some draft stuff. We're gonna get some potential some potential guys at the forty. Talk about some potential guys that the 49ers could be looking at. Uh, do some like uh, talk about a mock draft. And yeah, just come on through. Come on through once again. Make sure that you like the like this this uh, video. Make sure that you give me a subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell for the notifications. But make sure that you just tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can be friends and make sure that you guys are joining me every day, every week. Uh, we're we're I'm steady pumping out this content, and it, they're just conversations. We just we want to have conversations, and I want all you guys to come to get active in the chat, ask your questions, ask what, what, what do you have to come? Uh, what comes to mind and things that you want to talk about? Let's make this a community. And, uh, I appreciate everybody coming through Bebop, Bryant Culp, uh, 49er throwback. And, but I'm going to get out of here. And like I said, uh, make sure that you join me tomorrow for, for the draft, uh, for the draft coverage. And as always go Niners. <laughs>